Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com welcome to meathead test kitchen where food fitness and mental health come to hang out nutrition training and life it's all fair game on mtk meathead test kitchen Welcome to the often imitated but never duplicated Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we firmly believe you should mind your own fucking business. I'm Sasha. And how? I'm Sadie. <laughs> and we were going to take this week off because we've been kind of busy and didn't want to just throw an episode together. But an, an article came up the other day, yesterday, that was, I wouldn't say triggering, but I was like, how about fucking not is what I sent it to Sadie wow. and said, how about fucking not? <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like Dante from Clerks. I'm not even supposed to fucking be here today. <laughs> like, like, you're welcome. We love you. It's a public service that we're doing this episode this week because uh, I didn't really plan on yelling about shit on my Monday morning at 1130. But here we are. Anyway, <laughs> this article is such fucking bullshit that we have to talk about it. So what the hell is it that set Sasha and I off? All right. You might have seen it already at this point. Maybe not. It's trending on Twitter. It's trending. Mm -hmm. I somebody do a video about it on Instagram this morning. So we're not the only people that are fucking talking about this. But the article in question is from the New York Post. It's called Bye Bye Booty Heroin Chic is Back. Now, per usual, we attach the article in its entirety in the show notes. If you want to check it out, meatheadtestkitchen.com. But we are going to hit on the main points of the article and the biggest problems that we have with it real quick like. And by like real quick like, we meet in the next like half hour. Yeah. So the article starts with, from Uggs to low-rise jeans, the fashion world is seeing a resurgence of questionable trends from two decades ago. Actually, like three. Yeah. Um, now it seems as though the thin heroin chic body of the 90s and early aughts is also making a comeback. No. All right. First of all, you're not doing full 90s fashion if you're not doing your fucking eyebrows like this. Hello. Her <laughs> eyebrows have entered the chat. That's real 90s chic, baby. Um, But first of all, let's discuss the term heroin chic. Let's not glorify heroin use. Uh, it kills thousands of people every year and people of all shapes and sizes use drugs. It's almost 2023. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we still labeling people mm -hmm. based on their appearance? This article is is making huge assumptions about someone that you know nothing about. Knock that shit off. Yeah. And I'm pretty certain that quite a few of our listeners, if not the majority of them, remember when this description of fashion was trendy. Mm -hmm. Folks were shamed for not having a thigh gap, for not having hip dips, for not looking emaciated, essentially. I don't know about you, but I have no desire to go back to being obsessed with things about my appearance that are not within my control. 
Now if let I me can't fix it within five seconds. Let's shush about it. Yes. Now let us take this opportunity to say that if you are naturally thin, we are not shitting on you. That is exactly. not what this episode is. If you are already built that way, that you naturally come stock standard from the factory with a thigh gap, that's fine. We're not mm -hmm. fucking coming at you. Don't take this as that. That's not what this is. We are fucking upset that they are trying to trick people into fucking starving themselves again. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Like, Mm. So, okay, the first thing that came to mind when we were talking about, you know, the whole look is Kate Moss. Kate yeah, Moss yeah. was like the pinnacle of the thinnest of the thin supermodels back in the day. So this article goes on to say, quote, daughters of the 90s supermodels are further invoking the 90s with both their famous moms and their spelt figures. Not everyone's happy about that trend. Well, gee, I wonder why. Because starving yourself to be thin is fucking bad for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we need to run the numbers on this again. We already fucking know that it's not good for you to deprive yourself of food and nutrients that you fucking need to survive. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's almost 2023, the strides that we've made since the early 90s. And as a reminder, like I said a little bit ago, that was over 30 years ago at this point. To get us away from the assumption that thin bodies are the health healthiest, like the strides that we've taken to get to that is remarkable. But there's still so much work to be done. Clearly, by this article and fashion, the fashion industry trying to bring this shit back, these stupid fashion trends that were shoved down our throats for the majority of our lives are not very live, love, laugh of fa the fashion industry. No. Uh, and not to mention the message it sends to the young femmes in all of our lives that have been struggling with body image more than ever before since the beginning of the fucking pandemic. Like, okay, social media has made body dysmorphia and body image issues so much more prevalent and in the forefront for teenagers especially. Like, I think about our MySpace days. That was our late teens. We were heading into fucking college when MySpace hit the scene. It still fucked with me. And I was a mostly quasi-baked adult that knew how to do things and handle things in a certain situation. Like, when you're 14 years old and that's all you see is fucking, like, a gaggle of Kate Mosses on the stage where they look, like, combined together, soaking wet, all six of them weigh maybe 450 pounds mm. like that's gonna fuck with kids and we are already doing such a terrible job of fucking protecting our children gen z i'm so goddamn sorry gen alpha i'm so fucking sorry we have failed you like i i don't know what else to say but other than we have fucking failed you like i don't know if the pandemic has shown you that or like i don't know the education system in this fucking country now like all of it just makes me want to scream because we're doing a terrible job of protecting our children and this is one of those things where like i don't have kids and I'm never going to have kids. And that's fine. I made peace with it. I shouldn't have children. I'm not supposed to have children. Like the way I was raised, I don't have good coping mechanisms. I don't have good tools to be a parent. However, we need to fucking protect our old people and protect our children. They are the most vulnerable members of our society. And we need to make sure that they are okay. Mm -hmm. Protect the fucking babies, man. You got to make sure that they're okay. And this shit all trickles down. Like, I know that you think it's fucking Paris Fashion Week and that high fashion and Vogue and all that stuff isn't going to have an effect on some fucking 13 year old kid in Carroll, Iowa, but it is. Right. It well, and it trickles down, like you mentioned. Like you yeah. see it on it's that's how it started. That's how it's always started since the beginning of the fucking fashion industry. If we're yes. being frank here, you see it on the runways and then that trickles down into celebrities and who's everywhere all over the internet shoved in our faces all the time a la reality tv and all that other stuff you've already seen it i can't remember the oldest kardashian sister's name oh. but she is honestly like the the picture of what heroin she however we want to refer to it from now on yeah over over overly thin she looks like that now emaciation that's mm -hmm. what i'm gonna call it because that's what it fucking is but, but wait, she's everywhere and their family's everywhere and oh. and re regardless of if you fucking like it or not our kids see this stuff. Yeah. 
yeah. they are influenced by it in some way, shape or form. So if that's going to be the new trend, it's, it's very concerning to me because I know how it affected me when I was a kid growing Absolutely. up in the 90s. Yep. Yeah. Like there's more, though, like this article keeps going. It makes the reference to thin people as the skinnies. Um, but it says the skinnies. Yeah, that made me want to fucking vomit. Um, the skinny seshing down the runway are a drastic shift from the quote unquote slim, thick and body positivity that have been in vogue in recent years with womanly ambassadors such as Lizzo and Megan the Stallion putting their full bodies on display. Slim, thick. Full bodies? You mean normal looking fucking human bodies? What's with all these labels? Like, Jesus Christ, why are there so many fucking labels? Like, yeah. when you go to read the article, the show notes look different. I format the show notes to be able so that Sasha and I can read them and make sense of them. The way that the author, and I'm not going to personally go after this author. This is a fucking shitty puff piece, and that's what I'm going to call it. And I know that that's what this author was going for. They were going for fucking clicks. They had no idea what they were doing, but that's fine. Someone else can Probably fucking drill them for it personally. That's not my job. I'm just here mm -hmm. to be like, the science says this is bullshit. So here we are. But like, I, the way that the person like frames words with quotation marks. So they had slim thick in quotation marks. Like it's some mythical thing that doesn't exist or like body positivity. She's throwing it out there. It's a femme that wrote this article. That makes it even worse. Um, that they threw that out, out there. Like body positivity is such a fucking like farce. Mm. Like it's just, oh, body positivity. <laughs> like uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, you just missed an awesome hand job <laughs> motion. Uh, that's why you should watch the podcast on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com slash me at test kitchen or some shit. I don't know. Look us up. We have a handle now, I think. But like it's it's just it. Mm. I, yeah. I said I wasn't going to get on this episode and fucking yell. And I haven't yelled a whole lot yet, but it just makes me want to rage, dude. I kind of mentioned the oldest. I can't remember her name. The I oldest Kardashian. Okay. Oh. And, and like, we all know what happened earlier in the year. We all know what they all look like. I think the person that is not actually mentioned in this article is Jessica Simpson. I bring her up because there was a very specific photo that went around of her in the early 2000s. I believe it was in People Magazine in which she, she looked she looked healthy. <laughs> I mean, she looked, I don't know what her version, I don't know what healthy is for Jessica Simpson, but in my opinion, she looked healthy when earlier in the nineties, she looked pretty emaciated. And then there was a, and I can't even remember the company that was for, it was some, uh, like furniture company or something like that, that had a kid's kid's version of this furniture company. There was a video that came out commercial basically a couple of weeks ago and she looks very thin again. And people were going after her because she looked gaunt and very thin and were making fun of her saying, that's not Jessica Simpson. What happened to Jessica Simpson? What's wrong with her? Why is she so thin? Why does she look like this? And I saw somebody do a TikTok on it and they're like, I just want you guys to understand what this particular human being has gone through yeah. in the nineties. She looked like this in the early two thousands. She looked healthier. She had gained some weight. She looked she also dealing with a lot of really predatory shit by work that in a working in the music industry as yes. a young woman. Yes. And, and, and like mentally, that has she so also had, it, had addiction issues. So then yeah. this video comes out and then it was the majority of the people in the comments were femmes coming after her for her looks again. And this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. And the reason that this article made me so fucking angry because I thought about Jessica Simpson because I just saw this like two days ago. I was like, she grew up in the 90s, just like the rest of us, had a flourishing music career, had some stuff happen, 
had some addiction problems that she was battling and who, who knows what the fuck else, because celebrities just like everybody else put whatever the certain things out in public that they want the public to see. Yeah. You know, you don't fucking know that person. Yeah. So then, you know, I saw the video of this and then someone stitched it and like, why are we still commenting on women's bodies? But it's, it's just like that kind of shit is why this stuff is really fucking dangerous. I don't know Jessica Simpson clearly, but to go after this woman, (laughs) this human being, and then say, oh, my God, what's wrong with her? She looks so thin. But then glorify the Kardashians for looking the same. What are we? Fu- what fucking message are we trying to send here? Obviously, we're picking and choosing who we want to fucking glorify and worship in this day and age. And the Kardashians, for some fucking reason, reign supreme. I don't understand it. Stop giving them your fucking attention. They don't deserve it. Um, but like they've literally done nothing to advance anything in society besides stupidity, vanity and fucking dumb fuckery. Like, I don't give a fuck about the Kardashians. We mentioned them because they're in this article, but like, hmm. and, and here's the other thing. Like, I've met a lot of musicians. I used to work in radio. Like, I was a music director. I was very close to the music promotion and music industry side of radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't even tell you the times that I've had conversations with female artists and like, they'll give me a look and I'll give them a look and like, we'll go over to the corner and talk about some weird shit that some dude just did or something somebody said, but like TLDR entertainers are fucking people too. They also have social media where they can read the fucking shitty Mm -hmm. things that you're saying about them. You think that it's cool that you go talk shit on Jessica Simpson. You don't even fucking know her, but I bet she's going to see it. And guess what? That means that you're a shitty person. That says way more about you than it does about her, that you're going out on the internet and calling her fat or saying that she's too fucking thin that she needs to eat a cheeseburger. You need to shut the fuck up and mind your own business. If you don't have anything positive to add to the conversation, see yourself the fuck out. There's the door. It's literally right behind me. I'm pointing at it. Fucking use it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have time for this shit. And especially to see women cut other women down. Ladies, we're going to have a real talk for five fucking seconds here about sisterhood. Good sisterhood is fucking free and it can change your life for the best fucking thing ever. Like having good relationships with other women and femmes in my life has been a game changer for me. It has made me feel like a more empowered woman. It has made me more confident. It has made me feel like I belong somewhere because I have found other women with brains that are like mine. Good sisterhood is fucking invaluable. When you do this shit or you go out on the internet and you cut other women down, you're fucking buying into the patriarchal bullshit that's fucking ruining all of us right now. Fucking stop. Okay, I'm done. And well, and I I'm not playing devil's advocate because that is very important. I think the thing that is that gets lost sometimes in a lot of this is that sometimes I feel like certain individuals don't realize that that's what they're doing or don't don't realize they're like subliminally programmed. Right. Or they or they think they're helping. The only person you're helping is first of all no one but yeah, second yeah. of all you're harming yourself more than you're harming harming the p- person that you're trying to cut down mm-hmm. especially if it's another femme you're hurting yourself more because you're not going to know what that camaraderie feels like you are denying yourself of knowing what it feels like as much as you could be being empa- feeling empowered yeah the camaraderie that is with other women like I, I just I it, it fucking baffles me. And then there's articles like this that just confound that same fucking shit. They make the it worse. Only yeah. way we get out of this is to recognize that sometimes we're internally misogynistic. Yeah. Inherently and, and, so. 
And we talk about biases. We've talked about biases on this podcast before in regards to like information, but biases lie within all of us. Like we are all walking contradictions. We all have beliefs and causes. And then you do things subliminally that you don't even realize that totally contradict everything you fucking stand for. Hi, welcome to the human experience. That's normal. We're all fucking hypocrites at some extent, but like, it, it just it boggles my fucking mind to see people. And it's like you've never had a really fulfilling, enriched relationship with other women before. And it shows. And I'm fucking so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes me sad. And like coming from two women that didn't have a lot of female friends in our 20s, like Sasha and I knew a lot of other girls, but like we didn't really hang out with other chicks. We were strictly like we were we were dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were always one of the dudes. And like. I, I finally broke out of that, you know, as I was turning into into my 30s, I moved somewhere different. I met a bunch of chicks that were also like minded that were super cool. And my fucking my blur, my brain just exploded. Like, it's like, wow, this is what a fucking healthy, normal female relationship is like, because I didn't grow up knowing what a healthy, normal mm-hmm. female relationship was like. My abuser is a fucking female. So, like, why would I know what a healthy female relationship with anyone is like? That took a lot of work for me. But like. Mm-hmm. When you buy into this shit where you're cutting other women down based on their looks, you're fucking letting the bad guys win, dude. Don't let them do that. Don't fucking let them do that. If you don't have anything nice to say, keep your fucking snake hole shut. So more from this article there. They talk to the owner of a Pilates studio in New York City, and she told the post that she's seen a continuous rise in registration since COVID restrictions were lifted, which is fine. No problem with that. Um, But her class last week doubled in size as more women are seeking out the quote unquote long lean look. Other people are turning to more questionable lengths to quickly shed weight by using diabetes drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi, which are supposedly popular with celebrities trying to lose weight and are now dwindling in stock. I feel like we're reliving the horse pace conversation from two years ago again. Why are you fucking using medication that you don't even need? That and and some of the early 90s medications that people were using, like workout as a form of punishment to be skinny and using drugs not intended for weight loss for weight loss. Super neat. Ozempic is a type 2 diabetes drug used to manage blood sugar. It also does aid in weight loss and is now sold as Wagovi to treat obesity. Wagovi is sold at higher doses than Ozempic. Some experts speculate that people driving the shortage of these are driving the shortage of these drugs, both of which are injected and they have neither obesity nor diabetes. That's my problem with this. Yes. This is my fucking problem. You're taking drugs that people need to fucking live away from them just so you can shed 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. You vain motherfucker. Yeah. Sit down. You could. Well, and this, this goes back to, I feel like I, I think that it was the article was triggering to me because it feels like all this work that we do, all this work that we do on this podcast, other people in the community that are trying to do the same thing where you're trying to, to stop this shit from happening, misinformation, taking shit, for weight loss because you want rapid weight loss right fucking now instead of going abusing about it medication let's call it yes. what it is because that's what it is that's Abus- the problem. abusing medication um not eating in a in a healthful mindful way I'll, I'll uh whether that's uh i don't want to call it starvation but starving yourself punishing yourself for eating nutrients all of that stuff all of the stuff that we just talked about for a whole entire fucking year i was like what are we doing? Why are we going back to this shit? Because I already fucking lived that life and I don't want to fucking go back there. Yeah. I don't want to scream at people, but it's like, what the fuck are we doing? I, yeah, it, 
it, it, I mean, what's the definition of insanity doing things over again and expecting a different fucking result? Like, I feel like we live in idiocracy. If you haven't seen the movie <sighs> idiocracy, it is from my God, Mike judge. Um, but it is dude. Mike judge is a fucking Oracle. Like he either shit has just never changed and it's mm -hmm. been the same fucking garbage for 30 years, which is probably more likely. Or that guy has a goddamn plug in to like the, the cosmos and he can see things ahead of time. But either way, I feel like we're living in fucking idiocracy. We are five minutes away from pouring Gatorade in our fucking plants to give them extra electrolytes so they can grow better. Like it just makes me want to fucking scream. But Wagovi works by mimicking a hormone called glucagon. So it's glucagon like peptide number one, GLP number one, if you really want to get nerdy, that targets areas of your brain that regulate your appetite and food intake. So I remember this is like a, an advanced form of the fucking water pills. Yes. And it's expensive. Yes. And you have to inject it, which is even more dangerous if you don't fucking know how to inject yourself. You're taking fucking medication away from people who need it because you want to lose five pounds. Fuck off. <laughs> we live in an ableist society and if the covid fucking pandemic and this shit doesn't fucking prove that i don't know what does i don't know what does we're using drugs that exist for people to fucking live because their blood sugar is fucked up because they have diabetes and you're using it to fucking lose weight when you could go take a walk and eat a fucking salad with your burger instead of french fries yeah fuck all the way off yeah to it's... quote the great marrow fuck out of here like ah <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just, it makes me so fucking mad. And like, this shit's harmful. And we've talked about why it's harmful before. But again, it's harmful because we're, this is encouraging people to use drastic measures to gain a body aesthetic that A, isn't healthy or realistic for their genetics. Mm -hmm. Like, I the long and lean look. I want to go back to that one second yeah. before we go on. You can't have the long and lean look if you're not long to begin with. You can't look long and lean if you're not tall. So I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but if you're not tall, you're already never going to fucking look long. Or, I'm not tall, but I also have a long torso. Like there are, are other things that, that make you appear long and lean just genetically. Or we've talked about this a, a thousand fucking times. If your body can't achieve something, it just can't achieve something. And it's not because something's wrong with you. It's just because physiologically, genetically we are all different i sent i posted something on my instagram the other day that was going through why our bodies move differently even from one person to the next person even performing a squat is going to look different from one person to the next because biomechanically we are all just slightly fucking different your levers are in different spots yeah exactly and this goes back to the same aesthetic crap that we've been talking it's not crap i understand aesthetically wanting to appear a certain way or have mus mu different musculature or whatever but this article is crap and that's what yes exactly <laughs> i thought that we stopped doing this shit when we all collectively decided that Jillian Michaels and all the people who were body policing everybody and they're just abusive pieces of shit yeah. on Instagram and TikTok, the hashtag thinspo is banned and redirects users to mental health and eating disorder resources. Yes. Like it's, I mean, thinspo has been banned on Instagram for like five or six years now, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I mean, I used to peruse the Thinspo hashtag, so I was not necessarily upset when it was gone because it used to like, 
hi, I am the pudding. I like it used to fuck mm-hmm. with us too. It still fucks with us sometimes. Like Sasha and I will look at something and I'll send her something or she'll send me something and she'll be like, this makes me feel this way. Is that right? Is that wrong? And I'm like, I don't know, man. It makes me feel that way too. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so from the same article, studies show that eating disorders specifically among adolescent femmes spiked during the pandemic and a recent study found that TikTok promotes toxic, toxic diet culture and glorifies extreme weight loss. We know that second part for fucking certain because TikTok's been burying our clips lately. Their algorithm is bullshit, but they also love drama. They mm-hmm. like to push the shit where people are fighting with each other up, which I think is fucking garbage. But if it bleeds, it leads. Everybody wants excitement, right? That's the fucking society that we live in. If it's not sexy, it's not exciting and it's not important. Fuck off. Yeah. But like, um, it's just maddening to go out there and see that bitch doing her fucking, you know, lat raises above her goddamn head or seeing that lady or whoever it was. I think it was a femme there. I've seen several ladies talk about the fucking glucose monitor. I've seen the fucking water diet where you do, you know, the jello diet. We talked about that several fucking months ago. Like I'm so fucking sick of that shit. Like if I had the energy to go after every single one of you stupid motherfuckers, I would. But I don't have the fucking time or the energy to fight with your minions on social media when you send them after us. So I'm just going to tell you blanket right now. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, it's the sensationalized stuff is is what we've been trying to combat. And we're going to continue doing that stuff. If what someone is doing isn't hurting you or anyone else, mind your business. What someone else does with their body is none of your concern. What Sadie does with her body is none of my concern and vice versa. I don't fucking control what she puts in her pie hole. Like I, I don't control what she does movements wise. And it doesn't fucking concern me because it's not my body to worry about. You have one meat suit. Stay in your lane. Stay inside of yours. <laughs> like it doesn't do anybody any good. You sometimes people think they're helping by saying, Oh, let me give you some unsolicited advice. If you're coming to this podcast, that's what you came here for. That's different. <laughs> We are giving you scientifically backed information. Today is mostly an opinion piece, but it still applies regardless. I mean, we could harken back to, I, if you really wanted me to tag all the episodes where we referenced the certain things, I could totally do that. Um, it would be a whole lot of links in our notes at me. <laughs> but no, like, it's just, it's just mind boggling. It's just mind boggling. And for, for Sasha and I, you know, we've been working in media since like the late 2000s. I started in like 2008, so it's been a while. Um, But to see how media has changed and how media marketing has changed and to see everybody like we live, it's, I hate to blame capitalism for the source of all of our problems, but capitalism is kind of the fucking source of all of our problems. Certainly hasn't helped. Um, It makes us have this, you know, instant gratification bullshit lifestyle. We want everything single server, get the fuck out. Um, we have no patience for anybody or anything anymore. We're fucking terrible to each other. It's all interconnected, baby. It's all interconnected. Fucking burn it all down. Don't buy into it. When you buy into it by playing into this shit, where you're going after people that you don't even fucking know on the internet, you are part of the problem. And that's not my opinion. Go to fucking therapy, please. It's all a favor. You're a dickhead. Like, And this article felt super judgy. Frankly, like, as you can see, it pissed us off. And you don't owe anyone an explanation for your lifestyle or your choices. If they don't like it, that's their fucking problem. If you aren't hurting anybody, go on with your day.
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those. Um, Waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash MTK, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash MTK, and get 10% off of your first month today. Also, strong bodies can look a million different ways, as we've fucking said a thousand times. And obviously, like, I look different from Sadie. Sadie looks different from me. We use ourselves as examples all the time because it's the fucking truth. We're going to keep saying it, too. So, like... Stay in your lane. Your lane is your side of the street. Stay in your lane when we say that on this podcast is exactly what I just said. Mm-hmm. Stay on your side of the street. Keep your side of the street fucking nice and tidy, and that's all you can control. To harken back to last week's episode, be where your hands are because your hands are on your side of the fucking street. Just because someone else is doing things a certain way and that you don't necessarily agree with them doesn't mean that you need to be concerned with it Yeah, because it's not something that you can control. Be proud of the hard work that you've put in. Don't let some throwaway puff piece that's trending on Twitter and Instagram make you feel bad about your thick thighs and your beautiful bubble butt because you're fucking perfect. And on the flip side of that, I, I sometimes I feel like this whole assault on muscular bodies or curvy bodies is just from people that don't want to fucking put in the work to achieve a muscular or curvy body. Again, instant gratification. If we're going to fucking throw stones, I'll fucking throw stones on that one. Why are you so concerned with someone's figure? Yeah. Why are you so fucking insecure about your own that you need to go after people? Again, please go to therapy. You're a fucking asshole and you're making us miserable. We'd also like to reiterate once again that we aren't bashing on people with flat butts and naturally skinny legs either because that's mm-hmm. not you're, you're fucking perfect too and we love you. We have a problem with the idea that it's okay to starve or overwork yourself to obtain a certain level of fin- fitness or a certain aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like 
And, and then when we talk about bodybuilding, like that's where we're like, hey, bodybuilding's not for everybody. And this is why bodybuilding isn't for everybody. You have to have a lot of willpower and a lot of knowledge about the process because it can turn into disordered eating territory really fucking quick if it doesn't go to like how you want it to if you leave it unchecked. Yeah. So like and if you wanted to talk to any of our bodybuilding friends, we could probably get them on and have a conversation about how bodybuilding and disordered eating are parallel lines that you have to be very careful to stay in between. Mm -hmm. um so like that could be a conversation that we do coming up soon as well but not to like give episode ideas away to the people that rip off our podcast you know who you are but um yeah so be nice to each other don't fucking judge people based on how they look you don't know shit about dick about their life they could be having mm -hmm. the worst fucking day of their life that given day that you see them yeah they might look like they're strung out i bet they haven't slept for four days because their life sucks right now or they haven't combed their hair because they're so depressed that they haven't taken a fucking shower but they needed groceries because they have to eat mind your own fucking business you don't know anything about anybody that you encounter on a daily basis anything yeah. nothing Stop unless they're sharing that with you and even yeah. then you probably don't know everything no um we sorry what I said be nice god damn it oh <laughs> yeah be fucking nice um we do have merch hit the links at meatheadtestkitchen.com and meatheadathletics.com programming and coaching services can also be found at meatheadathletics.com we've got some new shirts they've been posted on social media check those out we love you very much mgk nice out. out join sadie and sasha every monday helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less mtk a Huda Media Production.